0: Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click or just stop by. Granger for the
0: ones who get it done. A Rainmaker Incorporated. Hello, and welcome to Financial Fridays. Friday, March 10th, 2023, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, Private Wealth Advisor with Align. And boy, do we have a good show for you to end a week that's been a little bit rocky, to say the least, especially for Dow stocks uh, and the S&P as we try to double up on winning streaks. and doesn't look like it's going to happen this week, folks, as Jay Powell has really thrown a wet blanket over the, uh, I would say, embers of a early-year 2023 stock market rally with his pledge to keep raising rates as long as it takes. Uh, looking at the numbers, as you know, the Dow's had kind of a horrible week. We've had uh, two times down over 500 points during the week. Uh, The benchmark 10-year Treasury did close under 4% Friday. Uh, We had crude oil in around the $77, $78 range. Gold was up. It caught a bid, up about $15 during uh, Thursday's trading. Um, Lumber, our commodity du jour, is back around the $415 per 1,000 board feet mark. And natural gas, which is our new commodity du jour, uh, down back to around $2.63 um, on how that's measured as i said we've got a great show for you today stay tuned we're going to go over your questions we're going to take a deeper dive looking at inflation and implications on that 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 it could have for you and your family and your financial goals keep listening to financial fridays brought to you by Lime wealth management we'll be back in 60 seconds
2: what do you want to do when you grow up When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, private wealth advisor with Align. And uh, as we uh, came out of the end of last week, which we broke a uh, losing streak that had been about two 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 and a half weeks in the making. Um, this week, let's take a look at uh, kind of some of the highlights that we've seen over the last seven days. Now, uh, specifically speaking, um, you know, as I said, the S&P 500 uh, was up almost 2% last week and uh, finished above the 4,000 level, which a lot of people feel is a uh, very uh, crucial support level. Uh, in the S&P. And keep in mind, when looking at investments, you want to see higher highs and higher lows, whereas most of last year, what we continued to see was lower highs and lower lows all the way uh, into um, September and October. Uh, So looking at kind of some of the highlights last week, U.S. Treasuries, Uh, Their prices were mostly weaker, and the two-year yield uh, was as high as 4.97% a week ago Thursday uh, before pulling back a little bit at the end of the week and finishing at 4.8%. And as you know, after the show was on Friday, uh, there was a pretty big rally uh, to finish the week, and the 10-year Treasury uh, went out at around 3.96%, and the 10-year and 30-year yields spent most of last week above 4% for the first time since the fall, and that could act as a key psychological level over the coming weeks. Um, On the macroeconomic front, Fed speak from the Atlanta Federal Reserve President Ralph Bostic, who's a non-voter, says he favors a 25-basis point Fed funds rate hike in March, and that helped to ease some of the investor fear last week that an outsized rate hike uh, in March of perhaps a half a percent uh, would be in the offing. Nevertheless, Mr. Bostic said he is also open to a higher terminal rate than his current outlook of five to five and a quarter percent. That said, Federal Reserve Governor Christopher Waller noted last week that if inflation data remains hot, the policy rate will have to move higher than the current forecast. This is definitely mixed messages and can spell additional volatility ahead. Uh, Regarding economic data, ISM manufacturing activity in the U.S. remained in contraction last month coming in a tick weaker than expected. However, Fed- February ISM services activity remained firmly in expansion, with data components showing a new orders up and prices paid moving lower. While strong sales activity, easing cost pressures and improvements in delivery times can be viewed economically as positive, the upside surprise for the services data adds to a string of hotter-than-expected economic activity. As such, the Fed may keep pressing the rates higher through the spring. Um, Now, some of the bigger news that you may not have followed last week was China's rebound from the post-zero COVID has been stronger than top leaders in the Communist Party anticipated. For example, official manufacturing PMI for February saw its largest improvement in over a decade, while the top 100 developers in China saw an increase in sales for the first time in 20 months. In addition, China's annual parliament session opened on Sunday. At the meeting, the National People's Congress announced in 2023 a growth target for Chinese economy. Now, despite stronger reopening trends over the recent weeks and months, officials set China's 2023 GDP target at around 5 percent. That's in line with the 4.5 to 5.5 percent range government advisors recommended in November. And uh, we'll just have to see if this might be under-promising to over-deliver. Or not. Now across the pond in the Europe, the eurozone core inflation rose about 5.6 percent year over year in February, as both core goods and core services reached new record highs. Headline CPI, which includes food and energy, rose 8.5 percent year over year, a tick lower than January's 8.6 percent rate, but three tenths of a percentage point higher than the forecast of 8.2. Eurozone unemployment remained steady at 6.7 percent last month the still hot inflation environment could lead the european central bank to keep tightening rates aggressively short-term interest rate futures last week pegged the ecb's deposit rate topping out at four percent or the highest level in the euro's 24-year history now that is something um you know Back here, you know, after stocks raced off to their strongest start in January since 2019, the S&P 500 index ended February lower by 2.5%. Declines in February were sharper across the Dow Jones Industrial Average, down 4.2, but more modest across the tech-heavy NASDAQ, which ended February lower by just 1.1%. Notably after hitting 4200 on February 2nd, the S&P 500 spent most of last month moving lower as bond yields climbed. Inflation data came in hotter than expected and markets adjusted to the idea that the Fed funds rate is likely moving higher for longer. That said, the index remains higher by nearly 16% from its October 2022 low despite market expectations taking the Fed's terminal rate up to 5.4% last month and basically cutting out any chance for a rate cut in 2023. Behind the scenes, uh, earnings estimates for the first quarter darkened, with analysts now expecting the S&P 500 earnings per share to decline in both the first and second quarters of the year. Uh, the bottom line it appears the path of least resistance for stock last month was lower, with the bearish narrative firmly in control of momentum as the calendar turned to March. Um, now, typically and historically, the S&P 500 has produced an average price gain of 1% for March over the last 20 years. Now, speaking a little bit more in detail of the S&P 500, a lot of people are focusing on the 4,000 level um, of support in the S&P 500. Uh, specifically, uh, that's kind of a big psychological number. Now, we kind of hit a bottom uh, October uh, 13th in and around the uh, uh, 35.14, and some market watchers have called for a retest of that level, um, which, you know, if we did that, uh, we would be looking at a decline of roughly 13%, but certainly uh, breaking out above the 200-day moving average for an extended time hopefully will... Reverse that trend. If you're looking for upside, you know, I think depending on who you read, uh, you may have to go back to the, you know, lofty highs of last April where we were about 4512 right around the 21st of April last year for maybe where our ceiling is on this uh, rally. But certainly what we want to start seeing if you're long stocks is higher lows and then perhaps higher highs. Those uh would all be um, setting us up for maybe a better uh, situation as we go into uh uh you know the week. Uh so with that said keep an eye on Europe because they have set the highest uh, terminal rate uh that we've seen since the Eurozone has been created. And we've got big uh we've got an employment report uh this week as well as uh, earnings uh, for more of the S&P 500 Um, and just kind of watching where numbers are, especially a lot of uh, numbers coming in uh, with a P.E. ratio, I'd say for consensus, a forward P.E. ratio of about 17.83, whereas historically the average uh, is about 15.5 going forward. So we'll we'll continue monitoring this because uh, so you don't have to. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here on this station, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors.
2: When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years you can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky.
0: Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, private wealth advisor with Align. And in our financial planning segment this week, we're going to take a deeper dive uh, on Tax preparation and getting um, your stuff together, so to speak, to make sure your tax filing is as uh, orderly and timely, uh, and most importantly, less stressful as possible. Uh, one of the things it's, it's you know, uh, an ounce of prevention is it worth a pound of cure is one of my favorite sayings, and definitely when it comes to taxes, that's the case. So what I, you know, sometimes you can't prevent tax liability from occurring. But you can prevent the stress of running around trying to figure out what you may owe. So if you know, first and foremost, you have kind of a uh, outside-the-ordinary tax event happen. Let's say you sold a uh, piece of property, um, you sold a business, you took a larger-than-amount out, the normal, from your retirement plan, uh, or you had a spouse pass away the year before and you're going to be filing different. No matter what it is, it never hurts to go to your certified financial planner, your CPA, your tax preparer, and say, "Hey, this happened. Uh, what do I need to keep? How much money do I think I need to put back don't ask them for a specific answer of how much you're going to owe. Ask about what do I need to do to have everything set up and have a ballpark idea." Of uh, the potential liability coming out of this. Because truthfully, you won't know exactly what you owe until everything is put together uh, in your tax packet. But a tax professional can give you a ballpark idea and certainly tell you for sure what documents you need to go ahead and and keep together. Now, if you're like me, you can put something uh, back in early March in a year. And when it comes to the following April, you may not be able to locate it. So, Use a tax binder where you can put all of your important tax information throughout the year into that binder. If you make contributions, uh, let's say to Goodwill, St. Vincent de Paul, uh, additional contributions to your church or favorite charity, go ahead and and jot down a note or whatever paperwork they may give you at that time to put in your tax folder. Now, a lot of people think, well, automatically they're going to send me an update. On what I um, contributed, sometimes that may not happen, and you're, you know, you're on your, your own to kind of remind them, hey, uh, I gave you this back in February or March. So definitely, definitely um, keep in mind that you know an ounce of prevention there is worth a pound of cure. Now. It's also a good idea to keep track of items that may be or may not be deductible, but you think are important. Now, the tax law has changed a lot since 2017, and certain items that used to be able to be used for itemized deductions, itemized deductions, I should say, uh, now that bar has been raised quite a bit. But if it cannot be used for federal deduction purposes, some items can be used for state deduction purposes. So don't disregard those. Keep that together uh, in your important financial file or tax file or whatever you want to call it. And therefore you can have that at your fingertips the minute that you might need it when it comes time for filing. Uh, also any adjustments to income, obviously you know, keep track of those items. Uh, If you've got changes to your health insurance or you've had a health event where you are spending a lot of money, keep track of those items as you write checks or take money or put money into an HSA account, et cetera. But as it, you know, you would rather uh, have too much information than not enough uh, substantiation when it comes to claiming deductions or other items on your tax return. If you're in a profession where you uh, have to spend some money out of pocket uh, for that profession, definitely keep all those records and your tax uh, professional can advise you whether or not those could be used for deductibility purposes. Now, if you have your own business or you have a side business that's taxed, uh, let's say, as a Schedule C sole proprietorship, you should know by now that More records are required of you than just a normal, ordinary filer, uh, including probably making estimated tax payments on a quarterly basis, and those payments typically are due April 15th, June 15th, September 15th, and then January 15th. Now, if you've heard those dates, April, June, September, January, you know those are not all exactly three months apart and no, I do not know why the IRS set that up. Uh, You'd have to ask them, but certainly you want to keep probably a whole separate file organization system for any business that you have on your own. Now, one thing that is going to be more interesting this year is the IRS has set different limits on who's responsible to get documents if they've been paid electronically on a surface uh, such as Venmo, and I think the threshold is now down to six hundred dollars, so this may bring in to the fold, babysitters, yard mowers, dog walkers, um, what I would call people of all stripes, just earning some extra money. Not even a side hustle, but it might be somebody's first job. And what is that going to do as it pertains to? Uh, making sure they file taxes and claim their income now that's a head scratcher and that's a discussion for you and your uh, tax advisor but keep in mind bring that up because the rules for that have changed dramatically over the last few years and depending on where you live there may be certain income thresholds that require you to have an actual business license for either the county or the municipality Uh, that you live in. Uh, If you know me, you know I grew up in Hershberg, Illinois. I used to cut a lot of yards, but as my dad would say, you know, it's kind of a one-horse town, uh, and sometimes the ferry lands, you couldn't get your car out uh, on Poplar Street. But a lot of one-horse towns now have uh, figured out they can scrap up some extra money to feed that horse by placing, um, you know, business license requirements and local income taxes on people uh, cutting heads of hair, mowing yards, uh, taking dogs for walks, helping little old ladies clean uh, leaves out of their gutters. You name it, municipalities are looking for it. So keep that in mind when it comes time to filing your taxes. You're listening to Financial Fridays right here on our favorite station, brought to you by Align Wealth Management, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. What do you
2: want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424 office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprice Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, and this is the famous email bag segment of our show where we answer your questions. As it pertains to financial planning topics and all things financial. Now, one of the questions that have been coming in the most uh, over the last uh, months after months is kind of the commodity prices, especially when people go to the grocery store. You know, what in the world um, is uh, going on with uh, food prices, et cetera? And, uh, you know, this might be a good time to kind of go through. Uh, some of the chain um, uh, as it pertains to food production, especially in the U.S. Now, uh, if you're a farmer, you're going to know that I have kind of um, short-circuited some things here, but this is the, uh, you know, there was a series of books, everything under the sun uh, uh, for dummies, you know, network security and networking for dummies. Uh, I've even seen, you know, uh, basically joining the Catholic Church for dummies, uh, how to build a rocket for dummies. So this is the uh, Cliff Notes version of kind of what's happened. But essentially, a lot of our food costs that we're seeing now is the end product of a lengthy train of price increases. So, um, you know, something that we often quote uh, here is the price of kind of live cattle. That's typically quoted per 100 pounds of uh, cattle. And, um, you know, earlier this week is about $166, $166 per, um, per 100 pounds. Now, if you take a look at what makes that cow weigh over 100 pounds or weigh how many ever pounds it weighs is it's got to be eating something. And in the U.S., uh, I know grass-fed is the uh, marketing name that a lot of manufacturers are using to try to get more money out of uh, their uh, beef. But essentially, at the end of the day, um, a lot of cattle here is fed corn, uh, and And corn prices hit their high eight twenty a bushel or close to that back in May hit a low uh below five eighty at the end of July, and now was trading about six sixty four uh sorry under six forty this week uh, on corn, but corn just doesn't come out of the ground by itself, and corn does take typically more fertilizer. Than other types of crops, and the main stock of fertilizer, or what you make a lot of fertilizer out of, is natural gas. Now, uh, natural gas prices earlier in the week were at 269, but going back to uh, you know September, uh, we were flirting right around the $10 uh, per billion cubic feet of natural gas, which is not only an all-time high, but it's an all all-time high. So obviously a 70, you know, call it 73% plus runoff in gas prices over the last six months uh, will hopefully be plugged into lower fertilizer prices uh, this coming planting season, which would hopefully translate to lower corn prices. Which would translate to lower beef prices, which eventually should translate into lower prices when you go to the grocery store and or finished restaurant. Now, a lot of things in our food chain um, operate that way, and um, you know maybe the opposite of beef, as I said, has been hogs. So, uh, you know, live hogs earlier this week were about uh, 83 and change uh, per the weight that they trade on off their lows at the beginning of February, which were around 77. But unlike cows, which uh, are might be called more finicky eaters, hogs will eat just about anything. So I think, you know, the cheaper the feed going to hogs uh, have definitely – made their prices quite a bit uh, lower than beef, than cows, and some of that might be uh, the direct impact of what uh, cows eat. Now, you can go through the uh, food chain for other commodities and different things, or why eggs are as high as they are, uh, and, and et cetera. Some of that has to do with not only one but two uh, Asian swine flu uh, breakouts here in the United States uh, in a 12-month period, uh, which by and of itself is certainly uh, something that's unusual and therefore not thought to be a, uh extended a condition uh, when it comes to um, prices, let's say, for eggs. Um, across the board. Now, obviously, depending on where you live in the country, uh, you're probably seeing different prices on different days. Uh, and it all depends on what, uh, you know, what what you eat eats or what it takes if you're a vegan to produce the uh, plant that you would have uh, on your plate every night. But I do think probably an unheralded message is going to be the fact that natural gas prices have come back to their, uh, you know, pre-COVID levels should eventually help our food costs get back uh, probably not as cheap as they were before COVID, but certainly less expensive than they are now. And one thing before we kind of um, get off of this subject is that, you know, People have been making choices, and it's clear to see when you look at uh, data from Walmart, Kroger, Costco, private label merchandise across the board has seen a dramatic increase in sales. And that tells us that all consumers are definitely uh, shopping and they are looking for lower price alternatives than what they may have been seeing. Um, from their name brand counterparts. Now, at the end of the day, a lot of private label merchandise is made at the same factory that name brand merchandise is, uh, with maybe just some minor changes. And therefore, you may not see a big change in earnings from the manufacturers. But keep in mind, people are voting with their wallet, as they say, and what they're voting for is uh, You know, lower prices, uh, to quote uh, one of the boxers I'm familiar with uh, in Spanish, no mas, no more, no more high prices. So keep listening because we'll be back same time, same channel next week for Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management.
2: This program has been paid for by Rainmaker Incorporated. This is WOMI Owensboro 99.1 FM.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.